Hello, and welcome to the Financial Emancipation Podcast. I'm your host, Malik Branch, and this is a daily podcast discussing the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Welcome. And today I want to discuss something that we've discussed in the past, but I want to bring it back up because I think it still has relevance. And it's relevant to any relevant to any topic that as it relates to finances, about learning, growing, and understanding more about your finances, your financial habits, your financial story, where you've been, where you've come from, and where you're trying to go. And so as it relates to that, there's a lot of um there are a lot of decisions that we make with our money that kind of are deeply rooted in where we come from, how we grew up, what we felt we had, what we felt we didn't have, plugging holes that were not filled when we were young, um, emotional holes and emotional vacancies that we are kind of like just letting hang out there. And May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And like I said, later on this month, I'll have on a licensed clinician who will discuss um, the ways, you know, patterns of of pathology that go along with money and ways in which we can utilize um, utilize our money to kind of help with some of the emotional or mental health things that we may be struggling with as it relates to money and as it relates to life in general in a way in which we can utilize a budget to prioritize our mental health the same way we should prioritize our health, our physical health. Uh, so the the topic today is about basically when you know better, you should do better. So learning and knowing and understanding some things um, about yourself, how you spend money, how money makes you feel are all things that can help you in the pursuit of doing and being better as it relates to your finances. So an example of that is the 30 day no shopping challenge that we just completed in the month of April. And some people are participating in through the month of June, I mean, through the month of May, excuse me, are, is this idea that we were able to learn new patterns, new habits, and things about the way in which we shop that we may not have been able to isolate before in the same way. And so because of that, it's given us some insight and information into who we are as people who spend and having spending habits. So now that's giving you a set of information about yourself that you may not have known before. And because of that, now you have information for which you need to behave better. You have information about a habit that you have or a way in which you you shop or feelings that are associated with shopping for you. And now you have that information. The question is, what will you do with it? And so when you have information like that about yourself, you have to then protect yourself from kind of like from your own self. You are sometimes your own worst enemy. And so what a lot of people who did the challenge have learned about themselves is their impulsive shopping. And so, again, taking away things like one click buy on Amazon and taking away un, unsubscribing to all of the shopping sites that you utilize so that you you get those you stop getting those emails to tempt you to go shopping. Um, you know, ways in which you can control, use, use things to control yourself because the biggest thing is know thyself. So when you know yourself and you know how you um, are sometimes, you know what tempts you. And you know that you have some sort of goals ahead of you and things that you would like to adjust and change about your life, then you really need to be aware of what your habits are so that you can make adjustments to your behavior. And when you know better, you have to do better. So you know that you have a propensity to shop based and do online shopping when you're bored. So instead of when you're bored in the office and you kind of like distracted, instead of clicking on those websites and start shopping, get up, go take a walk around the block. You know, get up, go say, you know, say a word or two to a coworker, you know, do something different. Take yourself out of that environment, because when you know that your habits, you know, the habits that you have and you know where they come from and you know how they're triggered. 
when you don't do anything about it, it's very irresponsible. And it also says that you don't really have a full vested interest in changing your financial situation. So again, if you know that you're prone to um, overspending when you use a credit card and you're heading off to the mall or to the outlets, leave the credit card home, leave it home. You know, take it out of your wallet, leave it home, go to the ATM, take out the amount of cash that you're willing to spend and, and utilize cash. You know, everyone would like to believe that they are as disciplined as they should be in order to be financially free. If that were the case, we wouldn't be having this discussion. We wouldn't have a podcast. We wouldn't be talking about this. Most of us, myself included, struggle with being as disciplined as we would need to be in order to really be pristine with our finances. It's a struggle because there are many emotional things that go along with spending, that go along with money, that that material things sometimes are used to heal and fill holes and gaps. And so if we were all so whole and full and, and, and in such a good space, on top of being disciplined enough, then we wouldn't need these tactics and tools in order to keep us on target. So there's just the, the understanding that we all have this. And when you know that about yourself, you can choose to do better. So you can say, listen, I know myself and I know if I go to that mall and I see some things that I like, I'm going to swipe it on my credit card, even if I can't afford it. So when I go to the mall, I'm going to leave the card home. I know that if I pick up my laptop in the middle of the night because I can't sleep, all I'm going to do is go online and do shopping. So d- put the laptop in another room. You know, there's just little things that you can do in order to do better, right? And make attempts to do better. Because when you're, tra- you're attempting to change habits that have been formed for you, the duration of your life, it's not going to be an overnight thing. It's going to be over the course of time. But you have to put the effort into making the small changes because the small changes, they snowball into big changes and adjustments. Ones that you should be willing to make and and need to make in order for your real full long-term financial freedom. So the idea is that when you know better, you should absolutely do better. Take into account that you did not formulate these habits overnight. You did not become the person you are financially overnight or in one, one, one day or one month or one year. This is a culmination of a continuous a campaign and effort by the people who raised you and brought you up to embed in your mind and in your brain, you know, in your brain, and in your heart, with the ideas about money and ideas about how money should be spent, managed and handled. And so you can't expect to undo that in the course of like a 30 day challenge, but you can make small changes that will adjust how you behave. And when you continuously chip away at the way in which you behave as it relates to your finances, you will see changes that will develop and come. But you have to be honest. You have to be open. You have to hold yourself accountable when you do make mistakes or when you do veer off the plan. And you have to kind of have a center point that brings you back to saying, no, these are my financial goals. This is where I'd like to be. And this is the thing. These are the things I'm going to do to get there. So it's really key and clutch for you to acknowledge that certain certain things that you do, you need to stop doing. And if you would stop doing those things just like that, just in a snap, it would be easy. But if you can't, there are ways in which you can kind of put yourself in a better position so that you can kind of get there. So you do these little things that help you. Like I said, you change certain circumstances to deter you from doing the thing that may come natural to you. It's like if you're on a diet and you want to change your eating habits, you don't continue to buy donuts in your house. You just don't. Not because 
you have such discipline that, you know, you never eat a donut. If there's a donut in your house and you want a donut, you're going to eat the donut. So the way in which you avoid that is you don't put donuts in your house. And the way you double down on that, because you already know that you're going to want a donut, you don't bring donuts in your house. You don't allow anybody else to bring donuts in your house. And you also put a substitute. You put something else there so that when you have that craving, which you're going to have, you don't beat yourself up for craving donuts. You just adjust and say, okay, I can't keep eating donuts because I'm not going to get to where I want to be health-wise if I keep eating donuts. So instead of eating donuts, I'm going to one, not bring them in my house. And then I'm going to substitute something else so that it feels like I'm, I'm satisfying the urge without doing, being detrimental to myself. Utilize that same idea when it comes to your money. When it comes to how you're spending, when it comes to things that are detrimental to your long-term financial freedom, don't beat yourself up because you have the urge to do it. Don't beat yourself up because you have the urge to spend money that you don't have. That's not the thing that you should beat yourself up about. It's, it's a natural urge. You want things, you have desires, and, and you can address why you have those things. But at the end of the day, these are things that you want and desire. So you don't need to beat yourself up for doing that. So when you know that that's the case and you acknowledge that, you can just say, okay, I'm going to change the donut. I'm going to not bring the donuts in my house. So I'm not going to put the temptation in front of me. And I'm also going to recognize and acknowledge that I have this urge by substituting it with something else. And when you do that, you feed the need, you kind of give yourself a bit of a break because you're like, you're not beating yourself up, but you're also not contributing to the detriment of your financial freedom. And that's the way in which you kind of give yourself that self-care around your finances. And you, you do that so that you can continuously walk and adjust and change your habits so that the same way you would, you eventually you will stop wanting donuts eventually you will stop having these urges you have to kind of spend frivolously or or spend in a way that goes against your your long-term financial goals. I will tell you I've been wanting to buy a new car for the last 2 years and every time like I get emails from the dealership they're like, "Oh, we want you want you to buy a new car." I mean, and little things happen. My car something happens in my car. I'm like, "I should buy a new car." But every single time that happens, I delete the email. I I I leave, like I do things because I'm like I don't want this in my face. Because I want to resist this urge because I have a long-term financial goal and it doesn't include acquiring another car payment after I've already paid my car off. So it's just like really push it because I, I really want to and not because I need to, not because I should or, you know, not because I should or shouldn't. It's just that's not in line with what my financial goals are right now, but I, I, I the temptation is there and it's great. And it doesn't have any validity. My car is fine. I don't really need a new car. I just want it. And so I'm not beating myself up for wanting it. I'm just adjusting it so that I don't have to um, be as tempted as I could be to just go and make that impulse purchase. And it kind of goes against my long-term financial freedom. So it's just something to think about. When you know better, you should just really try hard to do better. And, and, and that means in small ways, you can do better. That will lead to the long-term kind of better way in which you handle your impulses and also handle your finances. So thank you for joining me today. If you haven't already done so, head on over to Instagram and follow me at Financial Emancipation. Follow me on Twitter at FIN Emancipation. Follow me on Facebook at Financial Emancipation and join the Facebook group. And if you have any questions, you're interested in talking to me one-on-one, you want to bring me in to um, speak at a workshop or any event that you're having, feel free to email me at Malik, M-A-L-I-E-K, at thefinancialemancipation.com. That's Malik, M-A-L-I-E-K, at thefinancialemancipation.com. I just want to give you a heads up. I have a webinar that is scheduled. The webinar is scheduled for... 
Thursday, May 24th. The webinar will be myself and my friend and professional real estate, a real estate professional, Shauna Fowler. She will be, she and I will be co-hosting a webinar, which will be getting your financial house in order too. We did this event last year and we did an in-person event, but we're going to do it this year as a, as a webinar. The information about how to sign up for the webinar will be on the website shortly, probably by the end of the week. It's a free webinar. You just get on, so you register and then you join us. It'll be a live webinar. So we'll be there live. I think we were debating, debating between the time of 11 or 12. I'm sorry not 11 because it's not during the day it's the evening so maybe between eight and nine um there's no more tv there's no more scandal there's nothing to watch on thursday so join us so you can get your financial house in order so i'll be reminding you guys about that leading up but that is thursday may 24th so thank you again for joining me and i hope you had a i hope you enjoyed listening today and i hope you'll be back tomorrow as we continue to discuss the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation getting free from the burden of your finances have a great day